You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A. C-L. And welcome into the ACL pod featuring Cap and Wags. I am ACL and he is Wags. We finished the AFC last week. We start with the NFC today, NFC East, and we are starting with the team Wags that is favored to win the division. I will give you the numbers here before you jump in. The Dallas Cowboys, 8-8 eight eight last year, second place in the NFC East. Season win total this year is bumped up 9.5, minus 150 if you want to go over that, plus 130 under. There are some 10 flats out there as well. Odds to win the division, they are the minus 120 favorite this year with the new coach, Mike McCarthy. Odds to win the conference, 7-1. to one. Odds to win the Super Bowl, 15 to 1. Odds to make the playoffs a significant favorite. Minus 250 for the Dallas Cowboys to make the playoffs. Wags, where is your head at with this team headed into the year here? Yeah, look, the Cowboys, no doubt, have the best talent team, talented team in the NFC East. I mean, they come off having probably the worst coach in the NFC East and possibly the NFL. The clapper, <laughs> and yeah, they do upgrade there, but they don't. Uh, you know, I don't think the bar goes up that high. I mean, McCarthy is not necessarily a great coach. I mean, he does come. You know, he he was winning in Green Bay. He comes to a team with with great talent, and I think he's in a good situation. So, uh, um, I think the Cowboys could win the division. I think they can get ten wins. Um, but looking at their schedule and, and seeing how tough it is, look, the, the NFC East, uh, they did no favors to them, right? So they have to play the AFC North. They get Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and the NFC West, San Fran, Seattle, Rams, Arizona, right? So they have a, a tough set of games, not only not to mention they also have to play the Ravens. Um, you know, that actually, you know, w- one of those, their stretch in December is is pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Um you know, they finish up, I think it's Thanksgiving, they play, uh, well, I don't know when Thanksgiving is this year, the 22nd or the 26th, it must be the 26th, they play Washington, um, which is, you know, a, a should be a cupcake game, and then they got to go play the Ravens, and then uh, they have the Bengals, and then they ha- they host um, the 49ers, right? So that sandwich game right there with Cincinnati, which, you know, any other game on the schedule would be a cupcake. I'm looking there. I'm eyeing there. I'm going to see what the line is, you know, in, de- in December if we get that far into the season. Um, and I'm going to look pretty hard at Cincinnati. Um, you know, you, I think that's, that's going to be a tough spot. But, you know, getting back to Dallas, um, you know, Again, we talked the last, you know, we talked about it in the AFC. Now we're getting into the NFC. It's it's that transition, right? So they have a new coach. How is this offseason going to impact them um, in gelling with uh, a, a new head coach? 
Um, you know, I, I think the value is um, if you are going to bet the Cowboys and you're backing the Cowboys, I think, um, what do you say? They're at not minus, they're nine and a half wins. I think you have minus the f- 150. Minus, the minus there are some tens out there too. Right. So minus 150, you know, shop around. If you, again, if you're high on Dallas, go get the 10 at plus, you know, maybe it's a low minus or it's around plus 100. Plus minus 100 right. Right. There. Yep. So even money get by the you know buy that you know get get the money putting minus 150 somebody gets hurt you know that's a lot of juice to give um but i think the value would probably be just for them to win the division at even money um i don't see uh you know we'll talk a little bit as we go on the next few days about the nfc east um the eagles uh the giants um you know we will talk a little bit about the redskins but um i don't i don't see this division getting more than one team in, even with a seventh team, right? You got Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, with a, which is a tough division. You got San Fran, Seattle, and then the Rams in Arizona can make some splashes. And then you got Green Bay and Minnesota. So there, there's not that much room really for, for this division to sneak in uh, uh, two teams. Um, we'll, you know, we'll talk about the Eagles tomorrow, but um, yeah, I, I like the Cowboys. I, I really want to see what McCarthy could do. I think they're very talented. They got a great offensive line. They got great weapons. Um, Dak, if he can manage the ball a little bit better, um, you know, I think they can they can do big things. So, uh, what do you think in ACL? Where are you on the Cowboys this year? I, I like the Cowboys. I love the coaching change. Now, I've been very critical of Mike McCarthy over the years. I don't love his in-game coaching. I don't love his play schemes. However, and we'll talk about this with the Redskins as well later in the week, I think it was just time for a new voice, some new blood in there. The Clapper had sort of worn out his welcome. They got rid of him. He's the new OC with the Giants. Look, Mike McCarthy's 135 and 85 overall coaching, and that was with Green Bay. So I love that they, first of all, got rid of the clapper and could have brought in whomever. I I like McCarthy because I think he's going to garner respect out of that locker room. So that's the first thing. I really like that. Um, They also brought in a new special teams coach. They had the worst special teams in the entire league last year. It was absolutely pitiful. They bring in John Fossil, who I think is going to do wonders for that special team. So that's sort of that underlooked thing. And then thirdly, the Dak Prescott thing. They did not sign him to a long-term deal. They put him on the franchise tag. I think for him, so this is sort of that contract year again for him, right? So he's fully incentivized to really go out there, do what he has to do, get that really long-term deal going forward here. Um, And I think that's a really big thing. I mean, sometimes, you know, we see these guys sign these massive contracts and then they sort of let up a little bit, maybe not intentionally, but just sort of mentally. Um, I think we talked about it with Ryan Tannehill with Tennessee. That could definitely happen. So those three factors, a lot of the sharp guys have been betting the over on the season win total. That's why you see a juice there. It's now up to 10. They are the the favorite there in the East. I don't think we're going to have to worry about the Giants or the Redskins. We'll get to the Eagles later this week. Um, but there is certainly on paper a lot to like about the Dallas Cowboys here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned they bring in Fossil uh, to coach the special teams, also going to command some respect in the locker room. So, you know, I I like that aspect. I I definitely think, um, you know, they're going to they're yeah, I think they're going to win the division. Right. I'm not going to go run to the window right now and bet it um, because the Eagles uh, are there. and, And I think. They have the best coach in the division, um, the Eagles do, and I think they're yeah. second talent-wise as far as um, you know the team talent. And, and we saw what the Eagles did last year, uh, short-staffed short at receiver and, and you know, all, all making uh, plays, you know, whether it be a tight end or with Miles Sanders. So um, we'll talk a little bit about that uh, and the Eagles coming up. But, yeah, I think uh, – 
Dallas has a, a strong um, chance to win the division. I don't think there's really any, uh, you know, they're, they're the favorite, right? Um, nobody's really doubting yeah. that. Uh, they start off at the Rams, then they got they come home for the Falcons, then they got to go to Seattle, and then they host the Browns, and then they got the Giants. So those five games, I you know, I think at best they'll probably be. I mean, at best, I guess they could be five and zero. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, they're they're road favorites week one at the Rams minus right. two and a half, so they could win that. And then the Seattle game is the only game that they'll probably be uh, underdogs there. Yeah, I, I think the biggest dog I have them in is against the Ravens later in the season. I have them around five five and a half dogs Thursday night football. Uh, yep. Thursday night football. So um, again, we'll see what the crowd plays into a factor at all. Um, but I like the Cowboys there in that spot because I, I, um, I, I just think that they can get things done. Uh, so, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see uh, what Dak can do. I know he's, he's going to be uh, hungry to, to prove himself a little bit and kind of uh, say, you know what, you should, you should have paid me. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Look, this, was the, this team was number one in total offense last year, number two in passing, number five in rushing, number six in points. And then Dak comes out and he wants a long-term contract. They won't give it to him. Okay, fine. Um, I think he, he has something to prove. He's now down to fifth in terms of MVP um, bets. He's 14-1 to 1 to win the MVP. That is a very popular bet among some sharp guys as well. Uh, they do lose Travis Frederick, who is, was their starting center. So something to watch there. They have... This is a team that could really have some O-line issues, at least in the beginning. We talk about continuity. There's no preseason games to kind of get this O-line set. Um, Joe Looney comes in. He's going to be their starter going forward here. So we'll see how that works out. And then defensively, they do lose uh, defensive end Robert Quinn. He went to the Bears. He was their most productive player on defense last year, 11 and a half sacks. So defensively, um, certainly sort of middle of the road team last year. They were ninth in overall defense, 10th in pass defense, 11th in rushing defense. Um, and then they do lose him. So the defense might take a step back. But offensively, I mean, they CeeDee Lamb just sort of fell into their lap. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah CeeDee Lamb just sort of, excuse me, yeah, fell into their lap in the draft. He, I mean, he was a guy that was projected to go about four or five spots prior to them drafting. And Jerry Jones said, hey, he, we're, <laughs> we're just going to take him. So just another weapon. Totally. For Dak yeah, you got Gallup break. and Cooper and Lamb, and then you got Zeke in the backfield. So Dak's got weapons, and, you know, they've – they get uh, Blake Jarwin at tight end, so yep. um, you know it's going to be a little bit odd there. He kind of fills that that Witten spot in pretty well, um, but yeah, you, you know you mentioned the loss on defense. Uh, also, another loss on defense is going to be Byron Jones, who who went to Miami. Um, so we'll, we'll see what they do there. I think the you know they they'll fill they'll fill in the holes as they see. Uh, you know I think they're going to put up a lot of points this year. And uh, when they play the Giants and Eagles, I, I like the over. Um, Redskins got a defense, and we'll talk about that in the coming days. Yeah, we will. Travis Frederick, just going back to him, he started all 16 games last year for that offensive line, making all the line calls. So that's something you're not going to hear a lot about when they lose an uh, O-lineman. But he was probably the best, second or best center, second or third best center, excuse me, in the entire NFL, and he's gone. So just something to watch out for. Dak might have a little more pressure up the middle than he's accustomed to. Yep, and but. something else to note, uh, Dak goes down. They do have Andy Dalton. Um, which I love, yeah. not just to play, but as a, as a locker. Yeah, it's actually not a joke. I mean, I, we can make fun of Andy all, all we want. Um, you know, didn't do anything in the playoffs his entire career, but um, you know, to have someone like him behind uh, Dak, and you know, if if for some reason Dak does go down, tweaks a hamstring, uh, Dalton could come into this offense and, and succeed. So 
Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot to be said to have someone with that much experience come in and uh, a, a, as a backup on, on a very experienced team. Totally agree with that. I mean, he's probably the best backup in the NFL. Yeah, I, I think you could say. I mean, he's a I mean, he's a starter. starter. I think he. Yeah, I think he. I think he would be a top twenty-five quarterback. You know, um, you know, somewhere around twenty-five, I should say. Uh, in the league, if, you know, I think a lot of teams could start him, right? You, you put him in uh, in the mix in Miami. Um, you know, you could make the case uh, in a few places, you know, even ahead of Teddy Bridgewater in Carolina. I mean, He'd be the best player on Jacksonville's oh, quarterback. Yeah, I mean, look well, at that. So. I mean, yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, And Washington. Yeah, probably so. So, yeah, we are, it sounds like we're both pretty bullish on the Cowboys. Um, but, yeah, if you are going to bet that win total – I, I would agree with Vax. If you're if you want to go over, get the plus 100, minus 105 on the 10, as opposed to the minus 150 on the nine and a half. So that's the way I would look. Um, all right, guys, that's Dallas. We're starting uh, in the NFC East here tomorrow. We're going to be back with the Philadelphia Eagles, and we will talk to you then.
ball.